So do you believe that ancestors actually communicate with you through the dead? That's one of the questions I think today that yeah. myself and Ian Doherty, my expert friend, expert friend, uh, see, they <laughs> Expert, medium, and good friend. Very good friend. Thank you, Martin. Uh, Ian Doherty. Uh, how are you keeping in? I say I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm very very positive. I'm so I'm getting back into my fitness. I've got my uh, spinning bike arriving later to uh, later today, so I'll get on with that. The artwork creative process is going through the roof, and I'm absolutely loving it. How's uh, things with yourself then, Martin? Yeah, really good. It's midsummer, and this time of year is is you know quite special, certainly with my beliefs. And I, I I wouldn't say I am pagan or Wiccan or anything like that, but I certainly feel the flow of the earth. I think I'd like to say. Yeah. Um, so midsummer is very very strong and potent time. Uh, so it's weird dreams and weird stuff happening. Yeah. It also revitalizes you for the year ahead. So where some of us get revitalized with the new year. You know, I kind of feel revitalized that the midsummer's here. I know that winter's on its way and and I kind of get that wintry warm feeling thinking, yeah, I, I'm not a summer person. I don't know about you, but I can't stand this massive heat when it comes. You know, yeah. so. I uh, find it a little bit difficult working in the heat, but that's something we can touch on if we have time. Of course, I don't mind the cold. I just don't like getting wet all the year, all the year time. But uh, yeah, well, we've had plenty of that. Oh, I know. But the cold, <laughs> the cold, I do uh, sort of get on with it better, to be honest. Uh, so sort of on a magical perspective, if you want to call it that, energy-wise, shall we say, is yeah. Um, yeah, bouncing at the moment. And this morning you were saying 22 countries were teaching in at the moment. Yes, yeah, we've just had uh, uh, Latin America join. So we've now got 166 students speaking about six languages in 22 different countries. Wow, absolutely amazing. And um, if anybody's interested in our um, mediumship course, it is on Udemy called uh, Communicating with Spirits, a psychic mediumship course. Uh, you can find it on the link on the podcast. If you go on now, it's a very, very dirt cheap price. It's, uh, I believe Udemy is offering it at 80% off uh, the recommended retail. So it's around $10, £10, that sort of price. Mm-hmm. You can follow the link on the podcast. So let's get back. So this week's been a bit of a strange one, and, and I kind of put it down to midsummer and, and yeah. the weird energy. But yeah. um, Spirit was talking to me about talking about ancestors and communicating with ancestors or communicating with friends and family who've actually passed. And incidentally, when I started talking to you, you was also talking about how somebody believed that a, a past parent uh, was her spirit guide. And I think let's should we touch on that first? And yeah, yeah. What I mean, from your perspective, Ian, what can let's say, I, I mean, obviously, all my grandparents have passed, my uh, my father's passed. Uh, why can't they be my spirit guide? Communicating with their spirit. I'm a, I'm a nosy person. I like to ask why questions. So I have a, I have a, I have a good sit down. I have a talk with spirit. I've talked to spirit whilst they've been, uh, whilst one of my friends has been in trance, you know, so you get it where it's not your friend's opinion. It's more from spirit. And the general thing over here please is almost like a, a sort of a group entity you know whereby grandparents parents and children will be sort of learning the same lessons or being a teacher pupil whatever for you know for those three generations so at all points 
the person who says that my grandmother is my guide has been alive at the same time as her grandmother was also alive and for that reason cannot be your guide because guides are with us as soon as we are born uh, maybe even if you think about it having the soul or the spirit is put into the body whilst in the fetus you know at a at a later stage and part of our energy you know that gives us vitalizing energy within this physical world is our spirit within us so to have the your child born then the your spirit is in situ you know so our guides are also in situ so therefore it cannot be anybody who is living and i would say here please probably going back over to great grandparents i would say no to that because the grandparents would be in that cycle with um, their grandparents their children and their grandchildren which in actual effect are probably your parents so that link is still there so it's not until the whole sort of link finishes going back to the spirit world it's it's having a talk about things with with your guide or other family members or oh, we did this we did that uh, i didn't quite get what i was wanting or whatever you know so for those reasons a family member is likely well very very likely not to be your guide i think we've touched on this before uh, in a previous podcast haven't we where we were saying that certainly from your point of view as an explanation from a uh, from a spiritualist point of view is that you're you're on a journey but you're also on a journey through uh, life and death and you are with a bunch of particular people and you are reincarnated into yeah yeah it's it's almost like a a very similar to a buddhist philosophy that you're you're learning as you go through life that this time you must learn you must learn pain or suffering or this time you must learn humility you must learn and and at the end when you pass and 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 obviously meet meet your family members again then you you discuss what happened and what what how did you how did your soul progress and how did you go forward yes so so that is that in spiritualist teachings then is that is that Um, is or is that something that you've you found when you've discussed this with spirit it is it is more so that i found in in talking to uh, spirit because it isn't necessarily talked about in spiritualist teachings and bearing in mind you know uh, you have different tutors who are doing the courses or they run in the circle in churches so it's more their slant and within the sort of con the confines of the seven principles of the spiritualist national union you know um, if you follow that or if it's christian spiritualism then it's going to have that christian stand so really it's come over from spirit side of life really you know from guides telling you you know well this is what happens uh, we undergo this process we work with you here we help you to do there you know which is why when we take our passing there's always a guide with us as well as it is when we when we when we have our birth and that person commonly called the uh, gatekeeper helps us into this world helps us out of the world you hear a lot of time of you know it must be really difficult if 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 there's a difficult passing of a person if there's a sudden passing of a person do they uh, do they know they've died do they know this place it is very very much coming over spirit and when that happens i do feel that we have to let go the physicality you know because spirit within a person can choose to to stay there to the very end go through any sort of trauma whatever or can be sort of moving away as that trauma happens you know so that so they don't feel it you know so there's loads of things but i do feel uh, one of the things and this is not having to go at uh, anybody we are looking at a passing 
just solely from a physical point you know what it must be this it must be uh, must be that when really this the spiritual element is probably at its at its strongest at that point when the uh, spirit leaves that physicalities the uh, confines of a smaller space as one of my guides used to uh, used to say when i was in when i was in trance i thought there'd be more room in here it's interesting what you were saying just to go back to what you were saying about uh, that we have this journey and that we uh, that we have to learn and we have to come yeah. back uh, come back to various points and what have we learned and that's very much in sort of coordinates with a lot of my beliefs as well and the work that I've done with ancestors yeah uh, well I, I do believe that our ancestors and, and we might be going back to great grandma grandmas we might be going back even further but they will communicate with you or or you can communicate with them and you can kind of reach out to these people to try and learn from them or yes, definitely. Or, or to actually ask for their help. And also as well is, let's say there's been difficult relationships. So if you had a difficult relationship with your great grandparents or a, a friend of mine, he is working with an ancestor of his who uh, was on the slave ships. The, the gentleman's an African-American. And, and he, he told me that some of the anxiety and issues that he's had, he's worked with his ancestors. And and this is through meditation. This yeah. is through working with spirit, with various other uh, ways. But he's able to feel healing and be be able to um by communicating with his ancestor and understanding the pain the feelings it's helped him because he's always felt that he's carried that around so it's helped him release that and i know uh, other people as well who where they've communicated with their great grandparents or grandparents where there's been a lot of pain in the family or abuse and and try to again you know try to break down and say and try to communicate with the ancestor and, and try yeah, and work out yeah. why this happened why did this happen why was the damage done the interesting thing is is the more i talk to various people who are working with ancestors and i've worked with and, I, and i've worked and i talk with shamans and or shamans and i've worked with people who uh do african folk religions what you tend to find is is that often the the ancestors that you communicate with they are accepting of what happened, but they also will uh, uh, give this feeling that they feel very sad about what's happened and yeah. they will discuss more. So it, it's a great way how spiritualism works in, in all its different formats and, and how we communicate with spirit. And I, and I think all of us could do better in in working with our ancestors Um in that you know recognizing what they went through or or even meditating and actually trying to you know communicate with our great grandparents and 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 see what senses we get from them uh what, yes. how we feel and, and what their journey and what their uh, feelings are i think is it it's really interesting that what you what spirits convey to you is is very 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 similar to a lot of the beliefs and systems that i kind of you know find myself yeah, in. it is it's very uh, interesting you know in uh, uh, i've noticed you know my analytical head i've noticed in a lot of my readings when a person is perhaps wanting to hear from mum or dad or brother or sister and you get uncle or auntie come through but they're the ones who can give them the advice that they needed because they've been through a similar experience so that is a little bit of what you were saying but not in the same depth you might have an uncle who was very good financially and then says oh you perhaps you need to do this this or think about that or are you again wanting to 
put over a more practical thing or even indeed saying, look, you need to slow down. Don't work yourself to death like I did. You know, so they're always given that guidance, but based on experience that they've went through, that you were going through, if that makes sense. And that is exactly like it's interesting how it works together. And often we get people saying, how can I do um, how can I have an ancestor practice or how can I do that? And obviously we talk about how you can communicate with your spirit guide in our course where uh, we have a particular practice of doing that and building up a uh, a rapport with your spirit guide and and i think the best first place to start with is is your spirit guide yes um, and and ask them for their their advice if you're still building up that relationship with your spirit guide then maybe try and dig out things that relate to a particular person that you're trying to communicate with um and i'm not i'm not talking about close family here we're talking about ancestor so look for maybe photographs that you can tie into really when you meditate so if there's an image or a photograph or something like that and you know have that photograph lying around all the time and and i think that helps the mindset kind of tweak you know kind of tune in really to that person's energy Uh, i mean that's i'm i'm loosely trying to describe this process but i but i think by having a particular ancestor that you are trying to cut uh contact with whether it's their name or something like that and you know set up a little area for them where you can walk past them today and think oh yeah yeah my ancestor my ancestor and and over time you you'll you will start to get communication with those and that and they are very very helpful because two years ago the, I was in a particular situation and you know I, I really needed help from somewhere and, and it was spirit and it was my ancestors that came through for me and and they work continuous continuing now has has really helped me and it's just knowing that they're there like my guide like uh, spirit and the ancestors are there to help me as well there's never any negative towards you they're not there to kind of destroy you or anything like that are they no no there isn't any yet any uh, judgment at all you know and this is where uh, probably what was said earlier you know um we uh, we are still looking at that physical uh you know when yes the person was this personality and that sort of behavior but maybe that is what you need somebody who is a little bit more stricter or more logical or is or is asking you the opposite way to just loosen up a little bit you know but there is always somebody in the family who will know about that person so you can always go to them and say oh did this do this did he do that or did she do so and so and when it's and when it's verified along with the information that you've been given then it's a boost to you and it's a boost to think well yes the communicative process alongside my guide is working well you know and echoing your thoughts martin you know it really is the first step is to build a stronger report as you can with your guide and then communicating with people with your family as well as other people's family will be all that much easier i think people tend to rush in and uh, rush in a little bit quick and talking to ancestors particularly if you want to go looking into a family tree then i just think it's brilliant because you are getting uh you know you can get information from let's say your great great granddad on telling oh yes we had I had three sisters, I had two brothers, and can fill in that family tree a little bit more and give you more sort of insight, you know. Um, but certainly going, you know, without going off track and coming back to what Martin was saying, it is an invaluable process where, uh, whereby it helps you not not saying that it's a me 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 when when we are in need you know our our guides always help they always give that uh, support because they are wanting to and i do feel here please you know 
it's because family members, you know, distant family members going back to great grandparents, they even if they were passed over before you were born, they will they will know of you. They would still want to be helping within the, your family, as you know, because in essence, it could be helping their grandchildren to help your to help their grandchildren, if that makes sense. But putting it into a way, they still show a vested interest. So spirit will, if you ask, spirit will help definitely. And and again, that resonates very strongly in what I was discussing earlier about about you know sort of the folk magic sort of area mm. where calling out to an ancestor an ancestor has a vested interest in in you and in your your family and and it's a positive experience and and a positive experience can be you letting go of ancestor anxiety that like my friend who's great great uh, grandparents were, uh, were slaves and and he's had this anxiety and, and and it's really you know it's led him close to a nervous breakdown he's been able to release this now he's been able to accept it and release it it's it's been a part of the healing process it's still part of his identity he accepts that now and rather than letting his life be ruled by the anxiety he's doing it he's now changed it to a force of good in that he's now able to talk about this far more and is able to help other people so so when we say it's for a positive experience at the time you can say well oh no i'm really upset i'm going th- why are they talking about this or whatever it's because for the healing process and if you're yeah. carrying if you're carrying the anxiety of past generations then you know you need to think about the future and that's what the ancestors are, are really about even though they're from the past they they want a constructive and effective and a positive uh, future for you so that's why they come and help and yeah uh, I mean certainly from I, I mean from my experiences uh, when we first started writing the course I was aware of a guy called Yosef who, who's who's one of my guides and he he only steps in when I start writing <laughs> it's like yeah it kind of kicks me along but um when I started doing the DNA and and uh, I did my DNA testing and and I found that there was a lot of links in the Balkans uh Slovenia and yeah. And moving up toward around sort of Germany and and France and then up towards uh, Sweden, it was interesting because Josef told me this 18 months previously mm. that he was from this area, that he was sort of connected to me. And now I've asked him if he is a family member, and I, and and he, and he says no, but he did. I, I do believe he had a, a connection with mm-hmm. uh with my family at that time uh, oh, i see interesting so he he was aware of my family so and but the reason why he's working with me is nothing to do with my family but he was aware of my family so yeah so there's more work to be done there but it's interesting because you know 18 months previously spirit had come to me with somebody who kind of had a connection semi sort of connection and one of the fascinating things for me is i i always used to have and i used to call her the gate gatekeeper whenever i started uh giving readings to somebody um and when i mean readings messages from spirit sorry um i always had this little girl come in front of me and she was kind of introducing people to me and then i would describe this person and it would be somebody's family member interestingly i could not hear her name i couldn't connect with it and ian you said it was uh, her name was millicent and as soon as i had millicent it was like a big light uh, yeah. appeared sort of thing and I don't know why I didn't get it and I know why is because it me the name Millicent means a thousand saints 
and in French mm -hmm. and uh, sorry, uh, yeah, a thousand saints. And because I work with uh, a lot of saint um, saint energy and I work just Saint Joseph's and Saint Teresa. I would not have accepted that from a guy, from a spirit guide. Yeah. They said, Millicent, I'd have said no. Um, but you told me that. And then you've gone and got a cat. And yeah, her name was called uh, Millie. Called yeah. Millie. So it's, yeah. it, it, it's funny. I mean, you, yeah, you can say that you look, you're looking for coincidences. But it, it's amazing. Since I work, started working with you, in, it's amazing how we can sense energies we can you know we we can feel that there's a, a strange lull or drop in energy yeah. and, and, and it's well, there uh, is. we often send a text to each other are you all right you know yeah <laughs> it's uh, but i think that's all a part of what we're working with i think it's all you know it's all consciousness and whether we want to connect with an ancestor or whether we want to connect with our guide uh, or whether we can sense energy that's around us it, it's it's all connected. I, what I'll do, Ian, is I'll pull together a, a little bit of ancestor worksheet for people to download. Uh, I'll send that to you as well, and uh, we we can allow that. For, we can let everybody download that from our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, I or... think that'd be good. I might give it a try myself if I uh, and let you know what happens. It'd be interesting, actually. Yeah, we could do a follow-up podcast, and and also as well is uh, if if anybody else. Uh, communicates with their ancestors or works with their ancestors or, or then please let us know as well we'd be interested to know how you work with them and whether it's from a spiritualist point of view or or maybe a different point of view i think that will have introduced working more with ancestors not just your spirit guides for people mm -hmm. you know just yeah. to give people more of a broader scope so yeah um, on that on the ancestor there i was uh, one of my guides was just talking to me there I'm a Welsh born in North Wales. I joined the forces. I ended up over in Lincolnshire where I am now. And, and my eldest sister was doing a family tree. And then my uh, one of my younger nieces sort of picked it up and really ran with it down one side of the family. And it turns out that most of my of my ancestors originated from 17 miles down the road. Listen to this. I, I've got a similar story. We went to Cumbria and I booked a place at Grisdale, which is in the middle of Cumbria. I, the only reason why I picked it was it was kind of in the quiet area near Windermere. We stayed near um, a village called uh, Crossethway. And it turns out that's my family's ancestor, uh, ancestral home. Yeah. <laughs> and they had a lodge there and everything like that. It was like what it was it was bizarre i didn't find out until five ten years ago and i found the farmhouse where they used to live and it was literally within sight of this random place that i chose for a holiday one of the places that i had a lot of history with was chillingham castle chillingham again where when my grandfather who was buckinghamshire born uh, you know born and bred when he did research he found out that my family was actually the blacksmiths for Chillingham Castle. Oh, hell. <laughs> it was like, what? So, yeah, I've got blacksmiths on both sides. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird. But um, but that that that's the thing, though, is how much is there an influence or uh, sorry, not, I don't want to say influence, but how much are we connected to the consciousness that we end up living in places that are probably connected in some way to your family far more than you realize yeah and, i think that's just the case yeah yeah i i don't want to say influence because because then that implies that we're getting influenced by spirit by some for some reason but i think it i think it's one of those things that if your family have lived in that particular area then you know you you um 
somehow you reconnect to that particular area and and in fact where i live now in north yorkshire there are far more people with the same uh, surname as me than i ever ever did when i lived in sheffield yeah um so it, it's it's bizarre how that works it's kind of hang on a minute have i kind of gone back to the place where a lot of my family was living but i don't yeah. know yeah, it is. I mean, I yeah, I feel far more at home in the energies around where I'm living uh, than I than I ever did in Wales. I uh, loved growing up in Wales, but I just knew that you know, I mean, I uh, left Wales when I was 18. Um, yeah. So really, I just knew I was going out. I was going elsewhere, and uh, I've been, like I say, I've been looking for to find a spiritual uh, a, a place for a spiritual retreat, and I don't want to move out of Lincolnshire. So there must be and. And when you were saying all of that, then my then my guy said, well, why do you think you're here? Um, and mm-hmm. like I say, a lot of family are from this area, so maybe I'm going to be moving closer into that. Uh, it could be um, to do with this type of work. Yeah, totally agree. Totally. Yeah, so everybody, if you want to um, message us or let us know if you've had uh, worked with that, your ancestors, that would be good. And uh, it's a bit of a short podcast, but we just wanted to kind of introduce kind of working with ancestors and and also just to try and clear up that you your family members are not going to be your spirit guides definitely it's not going to be a question of that as ian said your spirit guide is somebody who was attributed to you uh, when you were born it's not going to be your grandparents or anything like that but they might communicate with you to offer advice or to help you so don't don't be confused about that okay well i hope everybody enjoyed it and uh, and we'll be back very very soon thank you very much everybody who's left reviews for us on itunes and uh, spotify and everywhere else it's really appreciated it, it helps us very much it helps us on so many different levels not just to boost our ego or anything but it helps us just get out there really you know the more uh, reviews we have the more po- the more we appear on search engines and things like that on itunes and things so yeah any little bit helps it really does so thank you very much everybody and thank you ian yes thank you martin and thank you everybody else in listening land bless you